and welcome back to episode 180 of the hit the showers podcast presented to you by the foolproof entertainment network as always i am your host clifford jordan jennings and i'm here with my guy mo what's going on (laughs) how you feeling i'm feeling good i'm feeling good big night big fight you know for the shower heads out there, this is um, an ex-co-worker of mine. Uh, I will not say the job because it's none of your business and fuck them anyway. <laughs> <laughs> I feel that. I'm not mad at it. <laughs> but yeah, uh, we here to talk boxing only this evening. Um, we got a big fight. Arguably, I say this is either going to be no less than runner up to the biggest fight of the year if we get that terrence crawford errol spence in july that's that's fair yeah i think I, I would, one, of I would the agree two, with that. one of the two is going to be the biggest fight of the year and i honestly think this might pull in more eyes just because of you know who's fighting but i think the the better fight's probably going to be the errol spence terrence crawford yeah yeah that's i mean that's design. the one that that's the one everyone wants to see. So. <laughs> After two car accidents and multiple contract dodges, hopefully we got it coming. Hopefully. Yes, definitely need that one. We're here to talk uh, Javante Davis, Ryan Garcia. Um, to my shower heads that may not know, we got Javante Davis, 28-0, no, 26 knockouts. And we got Ryan Garcia, 23-0, no, 19 knockouts. How you feeling about this one? Um, I'm feeling good. I think it's going to be a really good fight. I've honestly been kind of going back and forth on how I feel about it. I feel like, you know, the the easy pick would be Tank, but I don't know if he should really sleep on Ryan either. So it, it, it's, yeah, I've been going back and forth, like it's, I said. You can't sleep on him. You can't sleep on him. I guess I'm just concerned i do think it's gonna be a good fight i think it's gonna be very competitive at least for the first four to five rounds okay that's exactly where i am i feel like ryan has to hurt tank in some way in the first four for for him to even have a chance you think like i i i think if he goes into the late rounds tank already knows what to do and he's gonna he's gonna finish it up i agree one thousand. i think I think Ryan has to make a statement in the first four. If if the the bell for round five starts and Tank is not hurt, it's it's, it's downhill it's a problem. for Ryan. Yeah, 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 definitely a problem for Ryan at that point. That's interesting. That's a, that's an interesting tank. Interesting take. I would say if he's not hurt, then he at least has to be frustrated. Okay, I'm because not mad at that. My key to victory for Ryan Garcia in this fight, if he's going to win it, he has to stay behind his jab. He has yes. no footwork. He the definitely needs has... jabs and straight punches. Right. He, he jabs, needs a lot of those. Jab straight punches and don't go looking for that check left hook. You have to use that like a tool, like like a um like a lion tamer. You know how they like used to hold that chair in case the mm-hmm. lion got too close, they could back it up. That's what mm-hmm. that check left hook is for. for but sure. if you start going looking for that motherfucker, you gonna walk into something because his punches aren't always the tightest. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like he can throw that hook wide to give somebody room to land something before he gets there. And you keep your chin straight up when you throw it. For sure. 
for sure. Um, I think he definitely, at least in the early uh, parts, has to kind of keep Tank outside, like you said, jabs and straight punches. Um, I think he can't overextend. You know, he can't get too desperate to try to get that shot early because if he overextends, I can see Tank hitting him, hitting him with that uppercut, and you know, it's probably lights out at that point. Honestly, see that he don't he, he don't need to take any of those if he right? can help it. And that's the <laughs> difference, right? Is because. I, I just looked it up today. I didn't know they got Ryan listed as 5'11". Mm, yeah, I didn't that know he was that tall. I thought he was 5'10". Okay. But mm. when I looked up his uh, box rec, they had him at 5'11". I said, that's interesting, right? And you would think that that would be like a benefit to him. Mm-hmm. And it is if he knows how to use it, right? Right. Circling back to the straight punches and footwork. But if you don't know how to use it, that's that's a problem for Tank because when you look at all of his best fights, they were all against taller fighters. Okay. The hardest fights he had were against fighters shorter than him, being Isak Cruz and Yorkies Gamboa. Both of those fights were eye to eye, if not maybe Tank has an inch on them, and you, you kind of struggled in both even though you hurt your hand in that Eastside Cruz fight, but you still brilliant boxing, but it was a, it was a harder fight than I guarantee he expected it to be. For sure. For sure. I mean, you know, we kind of talking about size and things like that. I guess this was a little controversial. H- how you feel about the rehydration clause? I was waiting for it. I was waiting <laughs> for that question. Right. So I mean, short answer, short answer if I'm just chalking it up, it's A-side. Mm-hmm. A-side. You want to fight with Tank. Of course, Tank is the A-side. Tank's not going to go up to your weight class to fight you. Doesn't make sense mm-hmm. to do that. I'm A-side. I'm a fight where I feel comfortable, 135. At the same time, it's kind of wild to put on a rehydration clause when Ryan's only had one fight at 140. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like his only fight at 140 was Javier Fortuna. So even if you didn't have the rehydration clause, how much you think this man's gonna blow up? Right. Really though, how much you think this man's gonna blow up? Yeah, and and I could definitely see it from that side as well. But I mean, from the other side, I'm looking at these interviews, and uh, you know, Tank's talking like he's just gonna run through Ryan. So I'm like, if you're gonna run through him, like. Right. What, what you worried about his weight for? You know what I'm saying? Right, right. Like, he talking like, yo, I'm better than him at everything. So, to me, like you said, A-side, maybe they'll give him no leeway. Like, I guess that's what his camp is thinking. But at the same time, if I'm thinking I'm just about to run through you. I don't that, know what that, you do. Yeah, that to me kind of looks like, all right, I'm going to be a little cautious. Like, right. it, it might get weird out there. So, like, actually, let's do this to make sure I know what I'm up against. What I think it is, and it's ironic too, right? Because you look at Mario Barrios when Tank moved up to 140. I mean, we don't know that there wasn't a rehydration clause in that fight, but I doubt it was because if I'm remembering correctly, Mario Barrios was the WBC regular champ at that point. Yeah. So Tank can't just put a rehydration clause on the champ. Like, I'm the champ. What the fuck are you talking about? Right. Either you want the fight or you don't. So with Mario Barrios's frame, it seems like he's a little bigger than Ryan anyway. Mm-hmm. Now, I think that what it is is Tank is concerned 
that Ryan has a little bit more than Mario as far as power and speed on his punches. So let me not give him that advantage. Right. But at the same time, just me talking in circles, Ryan doesn't put his body behind his punches. Ryan wings his punches. Even that that check hook everybody's scared of, it's winged. Ask yourself why that's his why that's his most powerful or most dangerous punch. You, you tell me. Listen, <laughs> I'm not right? go with that. <laughs> he, but I'm saying though, listen, it's your check hook. It's your lead hand, your jab hand. So when you throw it, you don't have to pivot. You're not putting your body behind your punch. It's just a quick punch. But if he okay. was th putting body you. behind his power hand, they wouldn't say he only has a check hook. They would say he has natural power. Mm. But I don't see Ryan, and that comes back down to footwork. I don't see him twisting turning his body into his punches the same way Tank Tank explodes into his shots. He does. Ryan just is fast at getting them out there. Right. And and I think that is definitely going to play a big role in the fight as well. Ryan does have a little bit of a longer reach, and he does have that speed as well. So he, he could also possibly catch Tank slipping and use that speed and reach to his advantage. Right. That's why I said if he can have him frustrated by the start of the bell in round five and now Tank is hunting for something, oh, you could get him to walk into a hook. Mm -hmm. If you keep getting him frustrated, just don't break away from the code. It's all, it reminds me of like like an old school war movie where they'd be like, hold the line. And motherfuckers is getting <laughs> fucked up, but they like, hold yeah. the line. You better hold the line as long as you can before you get that opening stick to that game plan man all i know is ryan needs to have his right hand up damn near the whole fight like <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> telephone yeah like yeah literally like he don't he don't need to take no damage from tech side in the area either uh -uh. but that's another thing that he's not the best at mm -hmm. he doesn't keep his hands up right he drops his hands when he throws punches he also drops his hands when he blocks punches like, he gets handsy with his blocks. Like, he'll, you know, like, drop his hand to block a body shot type shit. And it's like, whoa there. Like, yeah. you know, like, fighting a better opponent, he's going to notice that. And you're going to see a faint and a high hook. Right. I don't know, man. You know, there's, there's a lot of different possibilities how this could go. I mean, I will say, I think if Tank fights his best possible fight, and Ryan fights his best possible fight. I see Tank taking this. Right. That's a good, you know what that's I'm saying? A good way to put it, huh? But, you know, we don't know who or what is showing up later right. tonight. So we, we kind of got to wait and see, like, you know, who who, who comes with their A game, so to speak. Mm, that's a good way to put it, though. If he yeah. fights his best fight and Ryan fights his best fight, Tank gets the dub. Yeah. I agree with that, too. That's another reason why, like, let's keep it a buck. The whole, what, I won't call it a beef, but the whole, the whole fishing, Ryan Garcia fishing for the fight started back when Ryan was like, what, 19, 20? Mm -hmm. And Tank kept saying, you're not ready. And in hindsight, it was a lot of people thinking he was soft for saying that, but he was telling the truth. You're not mm -hmm. ready. You're not ready right now. You need to wait a bit. 
I don't know, man. You I, think Ryan was nineteen year old Ryan I, was ready for? I don't. I don't. No, 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 no. Oh. I mean, put, put that to the side. I don't right. think that he was specifically ready in that. But I don't necessarily like the experience play they put on Ryan because once I mean, also we're talking about a different type of talent. But at the same time, he hasn't had these big fights either. If we talk about Shakur. He's calling out the top guys, and people are like, "Oh, we should, you know, get these fights going." You know what I'm saying? But, but that's also because Shakur has unified 130, right, mm. and beat a big name guy to All right, do that's it fair. in uh, Valdez, Oscar Valdez, and then came up. Ryan Garcia just got his first legitimate belt off of Javier Fortuna at that 140 fight. So your last fight was your fight where you just got a belt. Right. Yeah. Honestly, I think Ryan would have been better off fighting like Cambosos or something mm-hmm. to really kind of show like, you know, I belong in these conversations more, you know, build up to fights like this. But I mean, we here now. So he got to, you know, he got to show tank like he, he, he really living the, the words he's been saying in these press conferences. Right, right. Not right. Another thing about the rehydration clause, they talking about if Ryan Garcia gets the win, he's staying at 135 to fight Devin Haney. Oh, I didn't hear that. Yeah, so if that's the case, what what are you tripping over a rehydration clause for? Like, don't get me wrong, I understand you can still rehydrate from 135, mm-hmm. but if the whole point of you bitching about the rehydration clause because it's hard for you to make 135, then shut mm-hmm. the fuck up if you plan on staying there to fight Devin Haney. I mean, which is probably t- Tanks Camp's point. I think that the point is with no restrictions on rehydration, he could easily jump back up 15 pounds. It, like if he's walking around, I don't know what his walking around weight is, but if he's like 155, 160 walking around. I'm sure he may be, he may be bigger than that. All right, fair enough. I'm just saying, you know, when you, right. when you start getting everything back in you, you're going to balloon more so based on your walking around weight. I, I don't think right. Tank is, is that big walking around. Well, it depends on when he's walking around because we see him <laughs> with no, the we... chain on when that nigga looked like he was about 175 walking oh, around. Oh, man. All right. No, that's you right. know I, what I'm saying? I, I, I meant more so between these fights recently, but yeah, there there have been times where he looked like a big dude the walking around. The question then comes down to, though, how much is too much? How much is not an advantage? Like, mm-hmm. do you want to balloon back up to 15 pounds over 135? Is that what you want to do? Or do you want to hover right around that one, you know, that 145, 147 mark? Mm-hmm. Because you put on too much weight and, you know, you may be, depending on who you're fighting, a Devin Haney for sure, too. But right. he has experience with Devin, though. Because they fought with four times in the am- amateurs and they I mean they were they were little two. kids man I, I I mean they did fight but like I was watching something today and Devin Haney said the first time they fought they were 10 like oh I didn't know that yeah like it's like yep y'all fought right. but it's like that's that's something but the last time they fought I believe they was 16 right yeah 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 they were you know later in those teenagers uh-huh. I'm just saying when we say they that's fought good... four times we got to right. talk about like what age, what was the situation, all that. You know, that what I mean? is a good point. That's a good point because I don't, I didn't think about that. So I wonder how old they was when uh, Ryan and Shakur fought. Mm. 
Because yeah, I think I'm Ryan sure and Shakur that. fought twice, and Shakur got two wins over him, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah, I think he did get him in the amateurs. I know Shakur hasn't lost to Ryan. It's just a matter of how many times they fought. I think it was two, though. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but I'm not that sure. makes you. Then now I have the same question you have: Is how old were they when they fought? <laughs> when they fought you know what I'm right. saying? I, I mean, just, I, I was gonna say I think uh, Shakur's younger than them anyway, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, Devin and uh, slightly, Ryan. yeah, slightly. Ryan's yeah. 24 right now. I think I think Shakur is 22, turning 23. Gotcha. Or he may have just had his birthday. I think I seen some. I think I seen something, some article or something about. Yeah, because he already been engaged. Oh, is think, he? Yeah, he's engaged to. Uh, oh, girl, he just had the baby with. But I saw something like on some boxing news page. It was either like a birthday or a something celebration. I don't know. Here nor there, who cares? <laughs> I got you. But back to the 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 topic at hand. I um. Well, I guess for my shower heads out there, I would like to point out. I would like to point out notable wins, right? Because some people may be using the show to 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 gamble. Uh, you know, to place a bet and. Motherfuckers is bringing up experience for a reason, right? Because when you look at notable wins, biggest on Ryan's resume would be Javier Fortuna because he got the belt off of him. Um, he's 37-4, and four, one draw, 26 KOs, 33 years old. Then, of course, we have Luke Campbell, who is an ex-champion, who is now 20-4, 16 KOs at the age of 35. And I feel like this is like the, um, I don't want to say this is the golden boy model because Mayweather has done it too. You know what I'm saying? Like waited until somebody's getting older, like on the back end of their career before they try to take a belt from them. But like all yet, like those fights are like, neither one of those fighters that are on your notable wins list were in their prime when you fought them. You feel what I'm saying? Okay. Luke Campbell was a dog. We know that. Javier Mm -hmm. Fortuna still is a dog and he was holding on to the belt, but he's not the same Javier that he once was. Okay. I'll give you that. But do we give Tank the Gamboa credit? Tank or Devin, really, the credit for Gamboa? No, I don't give either the Gamboa credit. But what I will say is Gamboa is... His whole career has been fucking up the plan. You know what I'm saying? Like the plan yeah. was to boost this man this way, and we're gonna give him Gamboa to do so. And Gamboa Rockatans Crawford. Then he'll put it to a uh, Gervonta for a little bit. Then he'll hang in there with Devin for a little bit. But no, I won't give him credit because Gamboa's been damaged goods. Been mm. damaged goods. He was even a champion at one point. And I think right. he's a gold medalist, right? I believe so. I believe yeah, I he's think, a gold medalist I, for Cuba. Yeah, I'm pretty sure he had a couple of Yeah, that may be two-time. He may be a two-time gold medalist. No. 
Yeah, unified featherweight, looks like. Nah. It's somebody else who was a two-time gold medalist other than um, um, Lomachenko. I don't know if it's Gambo. It might. I think it might be Gambo, and not what I'm thinking about. Yeah, he he got gold in 04 Olympics. I, I'm not. That's not uh, another one. Yeah, no. Nah. Okay, there's somebody. Oh, was it Rigandow? I think it was Rigandow. Uh, I think Rigandow is a two-time gold uh, medalist. Hmm. Uh, yes, yeah, other Cuban. Yeah. yeah, he was an older fighter too, so yeah, mm -hmm. of course. Mm. But yeah, nah, I just don't know if, you know, your notable wins were at the best points of those other fighters' careers. Then I look at Gervonta's notable wins and I see Mario Barrios at 140, who is twenty who is now twenty seven and two after the Keith Thurman decision loss. With 18 KOs at the age of 27. Mm -hmm. Isak Cruz, 24-2 and two with one draw, 17 KOs, 24 years old. Like, at least you're fighting these motherfuckers while they're still in the ages of being killers or thinking they're killers. You feel what I'm saying? Yeah. Leo Santa Cruz was, you know, 34, but it showed with that KO. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? And I even feel it like... Like, I remember sparring as a young buck and being able to walk through punches and then getting old and being like, woo, shit. Like, you got to put your hands up. Watch out for them. You can't keep you can't keep taking them like you used to. Oh, man. Yeah. Can't walk them down no more. And, ironically, that 34 is around the age of the Luke Campbell Javier Fortuna. So, I'm not impressed not impressed by his resume regardless of how people try to put it like just because you knocked Fonseca out in one round and Tank took the fight off because it was the same fight mind you that he got his belt stripped away from him on the uh, scale because he came mm -hmm. in overweight overweight yeah of course he's not going to try to kill him he doesn't even care about the fight anymore right. he got his belt up and Fonseca was somebody too he was a platter he was a meal you put out for somebody. So I expect the Ryan Garcia to, you know, finish his meal. You're hungrier mm -hmm. than Tank was at that point. Nah, you got a point with that. I, 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 I'll give you that. Um, I mean, you know, like I said, obviously Tank has a better resume thus far. But, you know, at the same time, that only means but so much. They've both right. beaten everyone that's been put in front of them, right. you know? Right. And in dominant fashion, they said that the last fight that... That's no, that's not it. What was the stat? Oh, I was listening to uh the Boxing Voice podcast and mm -hmm. um they was talking about um who carries knockout power into the later rounds. And they were saying, Well, we know Tank took Gamboa out in the twelfth and he took Barrios out in the eleventh. Or was it the twelfth? Uh. I remember it was late. Um, I think it yeah. was eleventh. I, I don't think it was the last round, but mm -hmm. they said the latest that Ryan Garcia has dropped somebody was in the eighth round, and it was a scheduled eighth rounder, eight rounder. Mm -hmm. So, 
I don't know how much props I give you for that. You know what I'm saying? Because it's a schedule eight rounder. Like, like Tank even says in a 12 round fight, I'm not looking for the knockout until six through eight. Mm -hmm. So you got an eight round fight. I don't know that, 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 of course it means you translate power into late rounds because you have been punching for seven rounds prior. But I don't know if I consider eight the eighth round late knockout. Yeah, not not when the whole fight is eight rounds. Probably. You know what I'm saying? Like you got like a whole quarter of the fight remaining. Nine, right. ten, eleven, and twelve. More than a quarter. Well, no, that yeah. Is, yeah, you got more than a quarter remaining with round nine, ten, eleven, and twelve. I don't know if I would consider eight like a late round knockout. That I think six to eight is mid. No, I'd agree with that. Maybe late mid, give them eight late mid, but it's still mid. That's also a concern because that's still at the time of you fighting scheduled eight round fights. So that means you were fighting scheduled eight round fighters as well. Now, yeah. does your power translate late with elite fighters? I don't know if we can say so because you didn't get Luke Campbell out of there. How do you, I mean, how not? How do you not get Luke Campbell out of there? And I'm not saying there's been many people that have gotten him out of there, but if you're him, like you're saying you are, you ain't getting him up out of there? You rocked him a few times. You couldn't get him gone? Hold up. Are we still talking about Ryan? Or? Yeah. That was <laughs> so, a decision, didn't it? Yeah. No, that's what that's when he hit him with that body shot. Oh, he, he did fell down on his with knee. the body. Yeah, yeah. you're you right. You are right. I do remember that. He did get him going with the body. Yeah, that same left hook, just, you know, to the body. That yep. And you know what? That's his best bet. I meant to say that earlier. Ryan Garcia's best bet with that check hook is a body shot, not a head shot. Mm. I'm not mad at that. That's a body hey, shot. Whatever's going to work for him, I'm sure he'll take it. <laughs> I'm just saying, motherfuckers don't understand that Tank, that nickname came from Tank Head. Mm -hmm. Calvin and all them used to call him Tank Head because his head was big. Right. You know what I'm saying? It wasn't Tank because you ran through motherfuckers. Right. And I only point that out because if a motherfucker call you Tank Head, that means they know you can take blows and you still cool. You feel My what I'm husband? saying? Yeah. So you should, yeah, work on that body. Based and I believe, that. and I believe it was the all access where he fought Jose Pedraza for the belt, where uh, Calvin was talking about that, if motherfuckers want to fact check me. But Ryan don't have no business, and we know Tank has decent defense too. You can't get that check hook through a pillow. <laughs> if he keep his hand up the whole time, you think you're going to get that through his glove? You think your oh, check hook is that hard that you're going to get it through his glove to knock him out? Nah, he needs a clean shot for that. Period. And it yeah. got to hit you on the chin. Because mm -hmm. I guarantee you, if you hit him on the top of the head and it ain't on the temple or behind the ear, he's going to eat that bitch. Right. That might be the setup to the knockout blow. I just wanted to eat that one so I could throw this uppercut <laughs> while you were. You right. know what I'm saying? Yeah. I mean, yeah, he, he could definitely get him out of there like that if it go like that. And I get it, right? Because that's my only flaw that I can put on tank. 
is you get hit too much. You get yeah. hit too much, but like right. we said in the text, that may be by design because when you're five five with a sixty seven and a half inch arm reach, you gotta get in close and take one to give one sometimes. I mean, yeah, but at the same time, you know, kind of, kind of how we was talking about before as well. Like when you let guys like Roly, which I, I'm not gonna lie, I, I really like Roly. I like Roly too. But, yeah, yeah Roly rough Ryan's ass up, have blood all over his headgear after they sparred. All right. Yeah. I, tell the I, truth. I, I, I feel you on that, but I'm just saying, in the actual fight, he was touching take up before take Roly, got him out of yeah, there. He was. So I'm just saying, he if wasn't holding the line. If you give Ryan opportunities like that, I don't know if it goes the same way. That's right. all I'm saying. I see what you. I see what you're getting at. I see what you're getting at. But would you though? Would I what? I mean, of course not you. But I'm thinking like, if you tank, would you think that I are automatically just from looking at both of them? I can automatically say that Ryan has the more. What's the word I'm looking for? He's the more fundamentally sound fighter of the two. You think Ryan is? Definitely. Okay. Definitely. Roly is very unorthodox. He's very awkward. Oh, you mean between Ryan and Ryan Roley. and Roly, right? I thought we we're still talking about Ryan and Tate. No, I'm no, like... no, no. Between Ryan and Roly, <laughs> okay, I think okay. Ryan is the more fundamentally oh, yeah. sound I fighter. I agree, agree with that. You know, so even though Roly roughed him up, I think you have me looking at him as a fighter. I'm still more worried about Ryan than I am Roly in his fight. Because he's awkward and he hadn't proved to me nothing. He mm. should have lost to Jackson Martinez and they gave him the victory. Yeah. Controversial as you well. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. He should have lost to him. So I'm not really high on him to begin with. If this is me looking at it from a fighter perspective. Then we go on to Ryan. I'm like... I've never seen a close fight from him. You know what I'm saying? Like, I've never right. seen a, a controversial swing judge fight from Ryan. Like, he's always really did a, a decent job of, of putting himself in front of the other, even, even if it's not a KO victory. So I would be more concerned with Ryan. Now, like I said, Roley didn't hold the line. I don't know what, we know Tank's a talker. I don't know what Tank was saying to Roley to make Roley change from that style of, you know, boxing, pop-shotting to I'm about to come and kill you. Mm -hmm. But Ryan needs to figure that out and get that to Tank. You feel what I'm saying? I don't think that Tank baits Ryan into doing something like that. Uh, I get that. I think uh, Ryan has to get his confidence up from what he's landed on his own. But your words aren't going to get me gassed up to try to come at you. Right. No, I hear that. Um, I think one thing for sure, though, whoever gets a clean hit first, seeing how the other fighter reacts to it is going to tell a lot about how the rest of the fight is going to go. You are absolutely correct. Right. Because if we correct. if we see like some stumbling, some like oh, like you really hit hard. If we see anything that suggests that, 
you know, you already know how the rest of the fight's going to go. Fuck the stumbling, like, and I can see it happening either way, right? But again, mm -hmm. I lean tank, especially after that Hector Garcia fight. The nigga said, I can't see. I can't see. <laughs> Yeah, that was. He wasn't knocked out. He was just like, I can't see. He just felt like, yeah, I don't know what's going. Right, on. like these shots are, it's they're compounding on me and yeah. it's starting to bother me. I, I don't, this I can't is too go back much. out. I don't want no more. <laughs> right. right, you feel what I'm saying now? Oh, I'm man. not saying that Ryan cannot do the same to Tank. I don't see Tank quitting on his stool. I'm just saying if you compound the punishment that you are doing. With like say checking the body, couple uppercuts, all that. Work that body, you may get tank to slow down. Yeah. And that may be where you want them. But there's not a lot of avenues Ryan can take where he still gets to the destination that he punched into his GPS. You only have a few routes you can take, bruh. No, I definitely agree with that. Um, Tank for sure has a lot more paths to victory tonight. Right, you yeah. got a helicopter. You can drop in. You can, <laughs> you know, you can pull up. You can sneak around back. Ryan only has a one way in and out. You got two directions you can take. It's up to you. Right. Um. Yeah, we got to see, man, because you know, uh. Your boy Ellerby's talking about, oh, well, what if Tank knocks him out in the first round and all this stuff? And it's just like, that's not Tank's fight. That's right. not his game. So it's like, if he comes out there thinking that's what he's about to do, I think, like, he gonna mess something up. Why is Tank still allowing Leonard Ellerby around him? Hey. <laughs> Questions that need answers, man. <laughs> you know, like, don't get me wrong. Like, I understand Leonard Ellerby has value. But if I'm Tank, I'm looking at it like, but you don't have value to me. Mm -hmm. Like, this is multiple times that you have spoken for me, you know what I'm saying, in situations, and gas motherfuckers up. Like, sit the fuck down. Like, you got the mm -hmm. fight made. You're a part of promotion. It's made. Right. Now it's your time to sit the fuck down. Take a tip from Al Heyman and get lost. Right. You know what I'm saying? But you want to talk, you want to get into it with Oscar De La Hoya, First of all, we know Oscar De La Hoya is coked up as a knock you clean the fuck out. We know no, we never sure. seen you in the ring, Leonard. For sure. We know what Oscar could do. You hear me? We see yeah. you behind the nigga that was going to the ring. Don't mm -hmm. keep chomping at the bit with Oscar and think Oscar's ass won't knock you the fuck out. For sure. Get gone. Get fucking gone. He gets on my nerves. Oh, man. He gets on my nerves. But the only other thing I did want to point out, and we'll probably go a little longer and wrap up, is I know, like, immediately when motherfuckers heard about the fight, they was like, oh, this is Mayweather De La Hoya all over again. You think? Oh, there was a lot of people that were making the comparison. I don't think. Okay, yeah, I I was I don't agree with that. So I, I was... don't think at all. <laughs> uh, Delahoya was a gold medalist, mm -hmm. you know, coming in with a silver medalist. They fucked him, Cuba mm -hmm. fucked him, but Mayweather was still a silver medalist, and Delahoya was the top of the food chain. Yeah, Floyd was the one challenging the top of the food chain. In this situation, it's the reverse. 
And I don't know if I would say that Ryan Garcia, well, neither one of them are reflections of their mentor. You know what I right. mean? Like, so so think about Mayweather and Gervonta. Mayweather had a, a magician style. A now you see me, now you don't type situation. Mm-hmm. I'm here until you throw it and I'm gone and I'm hitting you with a couple. Gervonta, because he's three inches shorter with a four and a half inch uh, less of a reach, Mayweather had a 72 inch reach at 5'8". Yeah, insane. <laughs> a 72 inch reach at 5'8", of course you could get out the way and still hit a motherfucker. But when you got a, a short stubby nigga with short stubby arms, and I'm not mm-hmm. trying to down him, we're the right. same and height. I mean, it is what it is. That's We're the same you know. height, and we fought with the same style. I'm not comparing my style to his, because clearly his is on a completely another level. I'm just saying I know what it feels like to fight with the style of getting close, take one, deliver a couple, get out of there. I, I don't think that Tank was built with the ability to mimic or mirror a Mayweather. Oh, yeah, not at all. <laughs> I mean, he got a little bit of defense, but I mean, oh, no. that's the main thing with Floyd. Like, That's all that, defense. He, yeah, he's just different. Like, Now, you know, it's funny. I don't want to wish injury on anybody, but Gervonta's already broken a hand. Mm-hmm. Let him break it again. And I bet you see a little bit more of a Mayweather style than a headhunting style. Oh, that same transformation, yeah, you think? Yeah, once your hands start getting brittle, yeah. it's like, I can't keep throwing these hoes like that no more. Because mm-hmm. like we talked about, if I landed on the top of his head, I can't throw this at all. This is done. Right. Can't even fake like I'm going to throw it if it's broken. Tank was still throwing with that broken hand, though, in that Eastside Cruz fight. Yeah, he was, he was that, trying. That, yeah. <laughs> and I've been in that situation before where it's like, I, you got to throw it. And yeah, it mm-hmm. hurts, but you got to throw yeah. it. But I was, I got a little, he gained a little, I got a little bit more confident in him when I saw that. Like, oh, he got the dog in him. Yeah. I mean, but at the same time, you definitely going to lose if you damn near got one hand behind your back at that point. Like he's still kinda he still kinda beat him handedly. Yeah. But you know it's funny with that being said, I don't think that Ryan Garcia gets past Isaac Cruz or Isak Cruz. Mm. I don't think that happens. I think I don't think that happens, and I'm gonna tell you why. Because okay. again, Ryan his feet are like rooted into the the ring. Like, his feet are so flat. Like, he is so stuck there. You know what I'm saying? And Mm Isaac Cruz is like Tank in where they can gauge distance and cut it off very well. Isaac was getting right in Tank's face on a few times where it was like, Tank couldn't do nothing but put his hands up. Ryan cannot take somebody being up in his chest that can cut the distance in that way because he doesn't have enough. I've never seen him take a back step. Mm. You know what I'm saying? I've never t- seen yeah. him take a half step back, like trying to get out the way, like just one step to put himself in position. I've never seen it. I will say though, if, if you know, Tank is looking to cut off the distance, like you said, uh, look for that punch. 
I was kind of looking at some of his, uh, you know, more recent fights. Sometimes when he's kind of looking for that punch, he kind of squares up his feet mm-hmm. a bit too much for me. Mm-hmm. And I feel like Ryan has the speed to kind of, you know, do something with that if he uh, notices it you at the right, right time. You are right. You are right about that. I'm not going to lie. But Mike Tyson did too. I mean, what is Tyson? Like, <laughs> what you going to do with saying that this is the <laughs> lightweight Tyson. Oh, man. Mike Tyson squared up, and that's when he would deliver some of the most damages when both of his feet were side by side, and he was just hooking mm-hmm. off. But he also <sighs> did that that little hopscotch switch stance, you know, with both feet. He jumped with both feet. Yeah. Also, like I just think... <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Um, nah, I was gonna say. Also, I I don't know. I feel like the heavyweight shit is different. Like it Mike is. was really throwing boulders at people. Like it, it ain't small. too, yeah, it ain't too much. His his feet squared up gonna help you with at that point. You are right. And fighting a long guy like Ryan Garcia, if he does stay behind his jab, does hit you with the one two threes, and you square up, he'll put you on your ass. Even though he may not hurt you, he'll put you on your ass. Right, kind of like Luke Campbell did to him. Mm-hmm. I mean, he he popped right back up, but yeah, he he did not. My down. nigga was laying on his shoulder. His uh, arm was behind his back. The, I, the ref didn't even get to count for real, he man. Did pop <laughs> back up, but he was hurt. Anytime your hand is not in front of you and you're laying no, 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 no. behind your arm like you about to get arrested. Right now, he had him looking crazy. Uh, I wish <laughs> you got rocked, Joe. You got uh, rock, man. man. I mean, all the respect. I, I I do like Ryan Garcia. I really do. I just don't know if now's the time. But it is the only time considering the fact that you can't make 135 anymore. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. You can't wait for Tank to move up to 140. He's a natural smaller guy. He's a smaller build. He may never. Yeah, you can catch um, Haney at 140. The only difference is probably won't have the belts. You feel what I'm right. saying? If you want all the belts, you got to stay at 135. Yeah. And sure, Shakur is always going to be a few pounds chasing them. Yeah, right you behind them in weight classes. Like, yeah, I'm not big enough to move up to y'all's weight yet, but I'll be there in a second, and then they mm-hmm. kind of like Terrence. Yeah, I'll be there in a second, and then by the time you get there, it's like I was planning on moving, Jack. Right, I wasn't waiting on you. Yeah, I agree. Because I mean, I feel like you know, going going a couple weeks in advance now. You know, Devin's fighting Loma, but was I don't think eighth, uh, twentieth, I think something something along those lines. It's something May twenty something. Yeah, I think May twentieth, but. I don't think Devin's going to run through Loma, but, I mean, especially Loma's older, I think this shit is more so a formality. Like, y'all want to act like I was gifted a belt? I beat, I'm beat. i going to beat the guy who had the belt and didn't lose, basically. Um, And, I, and I'm going to, you know, keep him moving from there. He didn't want to fight me back in the day. So, let me ask you this. How much do Styles make fights then? Because I think Devin shits Tiafimo Lopez. Like, I, I don't even think it's a close fight at all. Like, I think it's oh. he shits him. Oh, yeah. No, no, I definitely think he would work to you. So, how, so if, and don't get me wrong, because I saw a clip the other um, 
day, it may have been two days ago, it was on YouTube, they was talking about how Loma was struggling with shoulder issues in that Tiafimo Lopez fight and the fight before that. Mm-hmm. And they were basically saying maybe he was telling the truth about the shoulder because the fight after when he fought, was it Komei? Oh, yeah. He made him look dumb. Mm-hmm. So they were saying maybe Loma was telling the truth when he said, I'm having issues with my shoulder. Listen, I just got shoulder surgery. I got 12 anchors in my bitch right now. Mm. I know if you got a shoulder, a shoulder surgery, ain't much you can do in that motherfucker. I don't know, man. I, I, I guess we're going to see. I do think that uh, style shit is crazy because I think Loma runs through Cambosos. I'll, I'll say that. Even at this age. I agree. I agree with that. But the fact that De- Devin has the type of defense that he has, I don't know what Loma is going to do with him without kind of doing some, like, dirty, tr- sneaky trick shit that Loma kind of be doing sometimes. <laughs> right. <laughs> right. He definitely does. Yeah. He definitely does. But he's not going to get him with the, the block rake where he mm-hmm. rakes the block and throws the straight. He's not going to get Devin with that. He's not going to get him with the sidestep matrix shit. That's not mm-hmm. going to happen against Devin. Right. Yeah. Those I, are, I, like, that's your hook. That's his that's main stuff, yeah. Hook, right? For <laughs> yeah. Ryan Garcia, if you don't get me with the block rake and the straight or the sidestep, what do you really have? At that point, you're just, um, I was about to say something disrespectful. I was about to say, at that point, you're just Manny Pacquiao, but Pacquiao was a dog. It's just, he just threw hella punches. You know what I'm saying? Like, he just, mm-hmm. like, I'm not trying to take nothing away from Pacquiao, but I've, I've just never seen nobody throw that many punches, and how do you lose when you throw that many punches? You know, if you're still on your feet at the end of the fight and you can throw that many punches, you won. Look at Paul Williams. That nigga was averaging 100 punches around, and he was knocking everything out. Right. And even when he wasn't knocking it out, you got the decision because you threw more than 1,200 punches a fight. Yeah. I mean, all in all, going back to the you know 135-140 uh, conversation, I, I think it's going to be interesting because Shakur is trying to call out Devin they're going to want to see Devin fight whoever wins this fight. Um, you know, all this shit. But at the end of the day, like, Devin already said he, he wants to move up regardless. So it's just like, are people still going to try to hit him with that he's ducking fights when he, he's been well, told y'all he said, wants to move up? Devin said he would, he would stay around 135 even though he wants to move to 140 until everyone calling him out is... I, I heard him say something similar as well, but I mean, I don't know. I guess we'll see with that too, because I feel like saying that and actually doing it might be right. different things. And it, you are correct, because sometimes your body just won't let you. The only right. good thing is, and that's another reason why I'm not big on giving Tank that much on the rehydration clause. Y'all niggas are only 24 years old. Mm-hmm. You're not NBA players. It's not like you're putting on an extra two inches a year. Right. You're still the same height. You're 24 years old. If you can't make 135 still, that means that your eating habits, your drinking habits, whatever you're doing outside of the ring is a problem. Right. And we know Ryan be in a club. Mm-hmm. 
Yeah, honestly, that's what's kind of worried worried me because I mean he's definitely had some time, so I'm like, all right, with this, especially with this rehydration shit. Like, hopefully he's he's cutting that weight the right way. It looked like you he know did, what I'm saying. Though. He didn't look I too could, sick. You know I, what I, mean? I couldn't really because you could kind of see the both of their cheekbones a little bit. Tank air, you know what I'm saying? Right, right, right. So that's what Devin I looks the worst. Yeah. Devin does look like he's hurting himself to get to 130. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I saw an interview from Lily just a couple days ago. Devin was like clearly dehydrated. He kept licking his lips in the middle of the interview. He asked for his water. Like, yeah, yeah. He's, yeah, Devin, he's hurt right now. Devin looks like he hurts the, the most to get down to 135. Right. He looks like Conor McGregor with the mm-hmm. sunken in eyes when he's on his when he's on the scale. I'd be like, mm-hmm. oh, bro. Right. You can't keep doing that to yourself. Yeah. See, and, and you Helps know, stuff like... Right. Um, and, you know, like I said, stuff like that, like, I feel like he got to move up. Like, you, you know, to. he's not, he's not going to be able to, to sustain that Fuck for much longer. Belts. Real talk. But, you already did it. Fuck them belts. And then think about it. You've unified the toughest weight class in in boxing right now Without right. even having to go through the toughest fighters, right? Mm-hmm. Think about the 140. Think about 140. Josh Taylor's trying to move to 147. So really all you have right there, right now, is Regis Progres and Jose... Um, is it Jose Ramirez? You yeah. can unify 140 easy, too. I mean, I think the be- the belts are spread out, so he would need a few fights to they do are, that. But yeah, they, yeah, the belts good, are though. spread out at one forty. It would take a few yeah. years to get yeah. them all together. I, there's like, there's, you know, each each belt is with one person. Mm-hmm. It's not like anybody got multiples. Yeah, because Josh Taylor vacated the fight at one forty seven, and we're still waiting on that fight. Where is it at? Right now, we talking about moving back down to one forty. What's the point? What's the point of you going to one? You just gave up all your belts. Yeah. And Regis been on that ass because he said he thought that that he got robbed in that first one. I did edge Josh Taylor out in that fight, but it mm-hmm. was a great fight by Regis. Yeah, but I, I like Josh I too. like Regis too. But yeah, he's my favorite at one forty. Right. If Tank would have fought Regis, I wouldn't have known what to do. I'd have been like, mm-hmm. I don't know, like I. I probably still would have rooted for Tank just because he the underdog moving up, but Regis is my guy at 140. Right. Yeah. I mean, Devin might as well uh, move up, though. I mean, like you said, there's a couple guys at 140 right now, but I, I think Ryan. he should be fine up there. Ryan already has a butt at 140, so you know you got that fight. Maybe that's the plan. Maybe if Ryan wins, I mean, the plan does is he have, fight. I mean, he has a belt. Does he have the belt at 140? I'm pretty sure Javier Fortuna was the... I think it was like the interim belt or something like that. But Javier... No. Well, you might be right because Javier had the belt at 135. That was who Devin tried to make the fight with first Mm. before he fought um, Cambosos. Mm. He tried to fight Fortuna for the... I think it was the WBO. So you may be right. I think Fortuna may have moved up to 140 and got a regular because he had the actual boat at 135 and then Ryan took the regular from him. Gotcha. Yeah, I think you're right about that. 
And then Tia Fimo's dumbass talking about, I can't stand him. I don't know what. <laughs> I used to like him too. I don't know. Uh-huh. But just hearing him talk and the delusion that comes out of his mouth is like, I just, I can't rock. And now he going after Josh Taylor. First of all, he's not on Josh Taylor's level. In no way, shape, or form. He's going to be the nigga, mark my words, he's going to be the nigga that leaves boxing with the only thing that he has is beating Loma for them belts. Mm. And he's going to call himself undisputed until he dies, even though we know you didn't (laughs) have the WBC. Right. You didn't fight Devin, and you were scared to fight Devin. I I mean, as you should be. (laughs) Because I don't think that, that would go his way. Like, I agree, too. I'd much rather... Even and I don't get me wrong, I'm I'm a I'm a long way removed from fighting. Even though I did my last fight was in 2017. It was an L though. It was I was 20 pounds underweight. Oh damn! No, I was overweight. What oh. it was was I fought in the tough man and I was supposed to fight at 159 and mm-hmm. I weighed in at 161. Mm. And they was like, well, you could fight at light heavy, which is 185. And I was oh, like, fuck oh, it, put me in light heavy. <laughs> oh, man. I got worked. I ain't get dropped or nothing, but yeah, you know, I got I some mean, good shots in, but I got worked. That, that 20 pounds make a big difference, I though. And you think it doesn't? <laughs> I couldn't even push cuz off of me on the ropes. Uh, right. Like on the ropes, I'm trying to push him back to gain space, and I couldn't even really move yeah. him. I was about to say that. Like, even if you're not a better fighter, like, he can really just lay on you, tire you out. Most and then, of the you fight, know. he had me on the ropes. Yeah. He had me on the ropes. And footwork didn't, listen. I didn't even have uh, boxing shoes on. That's my dumbass. <laughs> I had, I was fighting with LeBron's on. Oh, man. <laughs> I was fighting with LeBron's <laughs> on. That's crazy. I just thought I was going to make some quick little money. You know what I'm yeah. saying? Quick little thou wow. Yeah. And I couldn't uh, make weight. I was like, damn, I thought I was on weight. And I <laughs> must have been weighing myself on the wrong scale. Cause... Oh, man. But, shit, man. I guess you just said it. Maybe that's, but you stronger than that. I ain't playing. You stronger than that. Rehy- I was about to say, maybe that's why the rehydration clause comes into play. Because if mm-hmm. you 5'5", five, five, fighting at 135, and the nigga you fighting is 5'11", yeah, he gonna rehydrate higher than you. Mm-hmm. But I don't think it's enough to where you can't push him off the ropes. Yeah. I think without the clause, Ryan probably would have came in like a 150, 152. But at the same time, right. like I said earlier... If you're talking like you're going to run through him, what do those extra five, six pounds really mean? You know what I'm saying? And what like, are you rehydrating too? Because we seen Javante Davis looking like the Michelin man dancing in his drawers with his dress shoes. Uh-huh. You can get up too, motherfucker. Right. And you actually put body behind your punches. So mm. why are you worried about his rehydration if you can rehydrate too? Yeah. I mean, that's the thing as well. It's, it's going to be interesting to see if that ends up backfiring on them because they are 
under the same rehydration clause on you know Javante's side, obviously. So they both supposed to come in at 146. Obviously, they can still rehydrate more after they get their second weigh-in, but I'm not. I, I heard it was 10 o'clock. I'm assuming that's 10 o'clock p.m. 11 a.m. I thought. Oh, okay. Yeah, no, it's in the morning. The second weigh-in is in the morning. Oh, well, then they still got all day you to gotta, rehydrate. You got more than 24 hours to rehydrate back up. So he, he can still rehydrate up to 154 if, you know what I'm saying, he can get up there. But you yeah. also don't want to consume too much. Right. Because then you'll be sluggish and you don't want to do that. Yeah. That's just tough either way you look at it. I don't think it was necessary. I really don't yeah. think it was necessary. But Yeah, I think it was really just, you know, Tang's camp saying, yo, we the A side. Wow. Yo. No, that was just somebody in the chat. That's my oh. my co host. Oh. <laughs> um, what was you saying? My fault. I, I I feel like he was just saying, yo, we the A side. If you want this fight to happen, you gonna bend to our rules, right? Why Period. would I go and I, and, I, and I don't see a problem with that? I'm not going up to 140. Mm -hmm. I fought Mario Barrios. It wasn't the fight that I liked. I'm gonna stay at 135. If you want the fight, it's gonna be at 135. But my whole thing is, what really makes me feel kind of funny about it is nobody's ever said this. Why do we got to take it a pound off? Ryan should have been the one to say, why do we have to take it a pound off? Why can't we fight at 135 for your belt? Right, right. Yeah, I was about to say that as well. I don't like, I, I don't really like that belt. catchweight shit. Yeah, right. I don't like I don't, that catchweight shit. I don't want this fight to be for nothing. I want to take something from you. Right. So if I got to kill myself to lose one extra pound, that's what I'm going to do. I want to take Look. something from you. Right. No, I agree with that. Because then it's like people are, you know, saying, oh, this is the biggest fight at 135, and the fight not at 135. So, like, what are we talking it's about? Almost, it's almost like that. I, I feel like that's that's Floyd Mayweather, too, in a sense. Because it's almost the same as the Leo Santa Cruz fight. Y'all took it a pound off as well, so neither one of y'all was fighting for y'all's belts. Mm-hmm. Why? I guess to save face when like the shit goes south. Yeah, I don't like if it either. You good, fuck it. Yeah, you nah, looking at Deontay Wilder, who motherfuckers was popping dirty, and he was like, "I don't give a fuck. We still yeah. fighting. Come on, run it." No, no, I still need that. <laughs> oh, and man. the nigga didn't start fighting until he was twenty-one. So right. it was really, fuck? yeah. That's I was just about to say, and, and he was really planning to just be a journeyman, make some money for his daughter. He was like, oh, I'm actually knocking niggas out. All right. You feel what I'm saying? <laughs> Man. And now you got a nigga who is, and I'll, I'll say it. I'll say it legitimately skills pound for pound. And I don't mean this as far as pound for pound list, but I'll say pound for pound. I do think Tank's the best fighter. I think Tank's the best. I think Tank is the best fighter right now, pound for pound. The only other person I could give it to would be, I can't give it to Terrence. He's been inactive. Can't give it to Canelo. He lost to Bivol. Um, Anue just moved up in weight, so I can't give it to you. Um, maybe Jermail. Charlo? Yeah, for, for mm. unifying um, 154. Mm-hmm. 
But even that seems real wild. Number one to Jermail, that's why. And I think it's Jamal. I think Jermail's the bigger one. I might be confused. I don't know. Uh, no, I think it's Jermail. It is it? Yeah. Um, See, I still don't think I could give him number one, but it's like, who? maybe Usyk? I was about to say, people are putting Usyk. Usyk up there. I but... would put Usyk in number one. Cause he had he was unified in cruiserweight and then moved up and got the belts from Joshua. I'll give I'll give Usyk number one. Man, I don't know what happened to Joshua, man. That was really my guy too. <laughs> and I remember we used to argue all the time. Yeah. Remember, I, I was the he... one who said Andy Ruiz was gonna take him in the first yeah. fight. Yeah. I wish Bet MGM was around back then, boy, because I'd have been paid with the rest of them. Oh, man. They said that was one of the biggest paydays in fighting. <sighs> and I said, Andrew Ruiz got Joshua. Joshua's just, it's, I don't know, it's heart. It's his heart. It's a heart thing. He really had me thinking he was him, but yeah, he he he, he couldn't uh, keep it up, so it, it was over for that. And he looked good in the back half of the Usyk fight. Mm-hmm. But so did Lomachenko in the Tiafimo Lopez fight. That doesn't mean you get a Vic. Right. You got to look good the whole fight. Yeah, or you got to stop him. Mock said, hit the showers cliff for distracting your boy. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm going to tell you before we about to wrap up here in a second. Hit the showers, though, is like the, the how do I put it? like the worst decision in like the sports or whatever. Like, so like, um, I would almost give a preliminary just to give you an idea. My hit the showers before we wrap is going to Bernard Hopkins. Why the fuck are you getting involved in the stand Oh, in the, in the way in thing? Yeah, you're not security. You can't stop neither one of them from fighting. So why do you feel like you can walk up and put your hands on a motherfucker. Right. Hit the showers. You, you look dumb as fuck. Now taking uh, your face, putting his hands up, and now everybody going to be memeing that. Like, Yeah, that whole situation was crazy. And then Tank, I guess he's like, oh, well, I'm going to touch Ryan now. So then that was right, the whole thing. <laughs> right, right, right. Oh, man. Right. But it also comes down to dogging you, too, though. Mm-hmm. I understand what Tank be saying when he say, like, you from the Burbs in Cali. Like, I'm from... Oh, talking about Ryan. Right, I'm from Baltimore. Like, you, oh, you yeah. gotta have a bit of dog in you. Like, yeah, like, you can't... Of course, you should know that you're safe on a, way, on a stage for a weigh-in or a face-off. Mm-hmm. But I don't want anybody touching me neither. Get your fucking yeah. hands off me. Yeah, and I, you know, I'm I live around there now. Like I don't know exactly where Tank from, but West Baltimore, that shit's not a game. Like, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I believe you, my nigga. Oh man, I believe you. But my whole thing like, is that shit is different. <laughs> did you notice? I almost felt like that was it was spurred a moment. Tank didn't plan on doing that, mm-hmm. but did you see how Ryan was looking when he did it? No, nah, I didn't catch him. What, what Ryan what looked like the nervous friend that's out with you that doesn't know what's about to happen. Like, like he mm. even put his Ryan put his hand on Tank's stomach, like trying to back him up from Bernard Hopkins, and you mm-hmm. see his eyes get a little wider. Like, like what's he on? Like, what's 
Like, what's the right. problem? Like, and listen, that comes down to you being in the burbs in California and him being from Baltimore. As much as I'm here for you, you don't fucking touch me. You touch me, now I have a problem. And now Ryan, like, what the fuck? Who am I fighting tomorrow? I mean, at the same time, though, I feel like at that point, he probably just didn't want the fight to get fucked up. Because the last Ryan. thing you... Yeah, because the last thing you need good... is, is B-Hop really feeling himself and really trying to touch Tank for real. That's Ain't good... no fight if, if B-Hop touch Tank. The fight is over. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? That is a good... That That is a very... I never That never crossed my mind. But B-Hop ain't sliding Tank. We seen you get dropped by the white boy and get knocked out the ring in your last fight. Mind you, you was like, what, 50, 51? He mm -hmm. was old. Who was it? Joey Spencer? It wasn't Joey Spencer. It was. Yeah, I can't even remember who that was. <laughs> Slitty dropped him out the ring on the judges' table. Mm -hmm. Nobody, you think you about to really bang with Tank? Nah, you're not. Even though he's small, you're not. I mean. Your old ass is not. No, no, no. They, I, I don't know that they really mixing it up, but I'm saying if. B-Hop really just took off on Tank. Like, yeah, there's only one off. way that could go. There's only one way that could go. You know what I'm saying? Right. He, if he took off, but B-Hop ain't been in the penitentiary for, what, 20-something years. Mm -hmm. That'd be the last time you ever had that in your <laughs> mind. Like, I'm going to just take off on this nigga. Oh, uh, man. He getting Golden Boy money. You better not take off on this nigga. Right. He'll be uh, Delonte West of the boxing community. Nah, for sure. For sure. The fuck? But just giving the idea, that's how the hit the showers goes. Um, I do I have anything else before we wrap up? Oh, I didn't give uh my Javante Davis keys to win, but really the only thing I wrote down for uh Javante Davis's key to win is stay patient. Stay patient. Yeah. Don't get lulled into an actual fight. Even though I'm sure you know you can win it, stay patient. But I don't nah, think for he sure. has a problem with that either because usually he does download for the first four to five rounds. He doesn't even right. really start working till about six. Yeah. And that's why Ryan needs to try to give himself some type of edge right. in them early four rounds. Five. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. I agree with you one thousand. Um I don't think I have anything else. I didn't know though, because I was um I was looking up Tank's tallest fight against Floyd Mayweather's tallest fight. And Tank's tallest fight will be um Ryan Garcia at five eleven before it was um Mario Barrios fights in and a half, I believe. Mm -hmm. But um, Floyd Mayweather, although he's 5'8", with that 72-inch reach, that is just amazing to me. But his tallest fight was uh, Tony Pett in uh, 98. He um, was 6'1 and a half. And he had a decent record. Damn. I think he was like 42 and 8. 42 and 8 over his career. 
So he wasn't a bad 6-1, yeah. but that would be the only fight I can think that Mayweather would have been in a Gervonta Davis situation. And you also got to remember, 17th fight, Floyd was still knocking niggas clean out. Right. He was still pretty boy Floyd. Mm-hmm. He wasn't bad hands. I got defense Floyd at that point. So I, I would have to look it up. Like I would have to go back and look at that fight, but I would be shocked if there weren't some similarities. You know what I'm saying? Between old school Floyd and Gervonta Davis. Nobody's knocking nobody out. Like, Gervonta Davis is solidifying. There's never been nobody in this low of a weight class with that high of a percentage. Never. I would would have to agree, for sure. He has a 98% KO percentage. Maybe 96. It may be 96. Yeah, I think it's only two fights where he did knock him out. So Only two fights. The Isak Cruz and the other one was... Before he even got to uh, 12 rounds. He wasn't even at 12 rounds yet. Mm-hmm. I think it was a eight rounder and he didn't get dude up out of there. But Ryan Garcia has a 86.9, I think, percent KO percentage with the 23 and 19. So you still got to give him peas, but it goes back to what we said, the your toughest opponents. Like, I don't give you peas if you're knocking out niggas that was on their way out in the beginning. Yeah. And did he even knock out Javier Fortuna? I know he put him down, but I don't think he knocked him out. Um, I think that I went think to that, decision. Yeah, I think that was a yeah. decision. He did hurt him. I'm not going to lie about that. He hurt him, but I... I don't know. Uh, Mock said donkey of the day. That's the best way to describe to hit the showers. Oh, okay. Gotcha. That's my co-host. He just couldn't make it, so he in the chat. I dig it. I dig it. But um, I don't got nothing else unless you got something else. Um, Unless you want to throw out, because I don't know when the next time uh, we going to have you. What you uh feeling about this uh, Terrence Crawford, Errol Spence? Do you think it's going to happen? What do you... Who do you, you know what I'm saying? I would be honest, man. I want it to happen, but I don't know that it's going to happen. Really? I I think I think they both feel like they're the A-side, and it can't be two A-sides. You know what I'm saying? I agree. So, I mean, I definitely want it to happen. I hope they can, like, you know, figure it out, but... It seemed like all that type of stuff just keep getting in the way. So I, don't I allegedly, know. and I only say alleged. I play on the PlayStation with Terrence Crawford's brother-in-law. Mm-hmm. Terrence Crawford's wife's brother, and the mm-hmm. only reason why I believe it is because he does have the details. Hmm. Like he's not like the details that he has is it's not like you would have to really know cause the you know what I'm saying and no yeah. Shit. And okay. the only reason why I know it is because you know I I look shit up and I'm watching shit. But mm-hmm. he been giving me some. I'm trying to get him on too. But um, he said he told him what I think is gonna happen in that fight. 
I told him you should tell him. I do think Errol Spence is going to win. And okay. the only way <laughs> Terrence wins, he gets the same uh, treatment, not treatment, but the same... Um, words just left me. Same game plan as Ryan. You got to mm. stay behind your jab and straight punches and be on your bike. And I think Terrence Crawford gets uh, edged into a real fight too many times. Happened with Postal, happened with Gamboa, it happened, uh, I can't think of the last dude, but it's happened a few times. And it's like, you banging with niggas you don't have no business banging with. Like, you're too good for that. Right. You're too good you to be banging. I'm with you on that. You know, um, we know you can bang, but mm -hmm. you're too good to do it. But what was you about to say? Nah, I was gonna I was gonna say before you just went ahead and uh put it out there, like is that where your loyalty's gonna lie? You with Bud since you talking to the family or whatnot, but No, no, I don't get <laughs> listen, I don't give a fuck if it's family or not. I'm gonna tell you uh, how I feel. Now, don't get me wrong, like if Bud wins, I'm not gonna be upset, but I guarantee you, I guarantee you, I'm going to tell you right now, it ain't going to be no Ryan Garcia. That fight won't be a Ryan Garcia where uh, a short shot clips you and you're going out. No, mm -hmm. you're going to have to fight the whole fight through. And the only way, listen, Taren, uh, Errol Spence is a machine. He's a robot. He has flaws in his game, but all he's doing is coming forward. Terrence Crawford has a lot of tools to combat that. And if he holds the line, like we've been saying through the show, he gets to win. But if he gets lulled into a fight, it's a problem. Don't do that. Stay away from him. Errol doesn't have the best footwork. Even though I believe he's an Olympian as well. I don't know if he, he didn't have any... any uh, he didn't have any uh, medals. Medals, He yeah. was a reserve for the Olympic team. But, um, yeah, he doesn't have the best footwork. Arrow Spence takes wide steps into danger. It's just nobody that's ever checked him on it. So, if Terrence is on it, I can see Terrence getting the victory, but I'm going with Arrow. Yeah, I would have to go Errol as well. Um, I think that would be a really good fight. I think that would probably even be Best more of a fight than year. what we're going to see tonight. Yep. But similar to what I said earlier, I think if both fighters come with their best fight, uh, I'm, I'm, I'm taking Errol, uh, you know, with his best fight over Bud's best fight. That's interesting. Now, that's interesting, right? Mm-hmm. Because I remember when you first said that about Ryan and Tank, I completely agree on the Tank end. Oh, so, but you feeling the other way on this one. You think yeah. Bud's best fight is taking them? I think if Bud has his best fight, and when I say if I, you, whoever says best fight, mm -hmm. I'm thinking your best performance to date. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I think and, and that's Bud what I mean, has Bud. way more tools than Arrow Spence to get a victory. Hmm way more tools than Errol Spence. But I think it's almost like if I'm going to compare, if I'm going to give him a comparison, it's like um, 
what was his name? John Henry. John Henry against the the train, the the machine, the new machine oh, yeah. that they made to lay the trains down. Uh -huh. I think that's Errol Spence. I'm just the machine, and Terrence Crawford is. You're gonna have to show how human you are to get the win. You're going to have to do things outside of the box, which I know he's capable of, but are you good enough to get it done? We saw Gamboa Rocky. We saw Postal Rocky. We saw, um, what's his name? Um, uh, Jada Pinkett. I'm sorry. I apologize. Alopecia. Oh. <laughs> what the fuck is his name? Oh, man. Ugas. Yeah. We saw Ugas. He looked like Charlie Villanueva from back in the day. But yeah. we saw Ugas' ass catch him when his mouthpiece dropped, and he still ate it. Didn't look wobbled. Motherfuckers tried to say he was wobbled, but he didn't look wobbled. I don't know, man. Don't get me wrong. I love Bud style, but I think, especially with all that's happened leading up to this potential fight, I just think, Spence is just going to come as a, a whole different monster, right? Uh, in that fight, right? I agree too. I think I think uh, it may be me jumping out the window to say this, but I think as far as skill goes, skilled fighters, Terrence Crawford goes in the top five. Yeah, I don't think that's a hot take. I, I think that's pretty solid. Skilled, I would have to go Floyd Mayweather number one. I would have to go uh, Pernell Whitaker, number two. I would have to go Salvador Sanchez, number three. I would have to go Terrence Crawford, number four. And then I would give it to Muhammad Ali. And the only reason why I'm putting Muhammad Ali fifth is because you were a heavyweight. Mm -hmm. So it wasn't skill versus skill. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like you, your skill was against a lot of people's brawn and, you know, like, but the heavyweight position isn't in a really skilled position, which is why Tyson Fury's so amazing. Cause it's like, oh no, he's skilled and he's a heavyweight. Mm -hmm. So I can't put Ali up there, but I would say Mayweather, Purnell, Salvador, Terrence, Ali. Okay. I mean, I'm not going to lie. I would probably have to think about that yeah, a little bit a... to give a similar list, but I like those names. So I'm, I'm not mad. Oh, no. Really. And I didn't I didn't write that down. That wasn't anything that I wrote and had prepared. I'm just thinking off the top as far as the most skilled fighters I've ever seen. Salvador is, man, I used to watch him. You just never seen a Mexican dude. He almost gave me uh, white chocolate vibes. Like when mm -hmm. Jason Williams came in the league yeah. and motherfuckers was the like, Kings, what the yeah. fuck is he doing? Yeah. That's how Salvador Sanchez was for me. Like, oh my God, this Mexican motherfucker is the smoothest. Mm -hmm. but yeah, no, I, I agree. No, no, that was definitely a nice list. I'm just saying for me, I, I would need to kind of think about right. who else could possibly go up there or, or you know, maybe even that ordering. But I mean, right. that, that's definitely a nice list. I bet you could beat me if you thought about it. Because <laughs> I'm just throwing that out there. I'm trying to think if I'm wrong right now. I mean, I mean you know. Because there's definitely some people you could throw in there. You could throw in your, your 
Tito Trinidad's, your Zab Judas, oh, your yeah, sure, Shane yeah. Mosley, you know. All right. Yeah, see, we, we start talking about those. Like, you know that, I don't know, you know. Right, right. I could definitely see somebody taking the other one's position. Mm-hmm. But and maybe a lot of the people that I named were back when I was a child and my father was training me too. So maybe mm-hmm. I just have a you know, like a a love for them specifically over Right. Yeah, no, I get that. They that specifically well. they specifically influenced you, inspired right, you all right, that. Right, you know right. Like in my in my formative years. Mm-hmm. But it maybe if I'd have seen them like now, I'd have been like, eh. I don't know how you could say that about Pernell though, per- or Salvador. Both of them were just on a different level. Yeah, just yeah, they different. were on a different level. But I don't think I got nothing else. Let me check my notes. Oh, last question, and then we'll wrap it up. Well, two, I'm sorry, I got two questions. All right. One is going to be the prediction, but we'll save that for last. And I'm sure you probably already said it, but official prediction. And then um, my only other question is, do you think that this is Tank's, I don't want to say biggest fight, maybe toughest test, I guess? Maybe that works. Mm. And the only reason why I like waver on how to ask it is because biggest fight, I think, goes to Jose Pedraza, his first belt. That was his biggest step up in competition. He may have known he was able to do so, but it was a lot of people questioning to see how he was really going to do. And Pedraza went on to give Lomachenko one of his hardest fights he's ever fought in. Okay. Um, I think, I guess it really depends, you know, how we're wording these right, things. Right, right, right. Um, because, I mean, that Pedraza, you know, wasn't billed as a super fight and all right. this that they've been promoting it as. So if you say right. biggest fight, that's what I'm thinking. Right, right. As biggest far as fight. this this being a super fight. Now, if we talk about most dangerous fight, I don't know. I probably would throw that Pedraza fight in there, up there with this Ryan one. Just the fact that Ryan is going to stay with that puncher's chance throughout the fight, I, I don't know. You know what I'm he saying? Will we, too. You are absolutely yeah. correct. He will have that through the whole fight. Ryan will have a shot until round 12. Even if he gets hurt, he'll have a shot with that check cup. But like I was talking about it with my cousin, and he used to fight back in the day too. When you're a trained fighter, it's not hard to take one punch away from someone. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? If all I have to worry about is one punch, just one specific punch, I can take that punch away from you. I can come in at you at an angle that you can't get that punch off or even if you did, I'll have enough time to see it to move or throw a hand up. I mean, he he's quick though. So it may not just be he take might see it coming and just can't stop it at some right. point. That could be the case, but the only thing that, that makes me say fuck that shit is no foot movement. No mm. you know, no no movement of your feet. 
You right. throw it from a flat stance. Like it almost reminds me of the eight mile. Like, look at your goddamn boots. They're starting to grow roots. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, uh, you man. can't move like your feet are grounded. Pick them up. Move. Right. If you set, you set up every punch that you throw with your feet. That's what most fighters don't even understand. When I, I, I trained fighters for a while, and I used to say, I would much rather your feet be together than your hands. I can get your hands together. We can get you throwing punches, but if you don't know how to set up or where to be when throwing those punches, it's nothing. You're doing it for nothing. Yeah. And when you have no footwork, like when I say no footwork, <laughs> I was uh, even looking man. at him in, at his, uh, what's the name? Is that the, you know, like the, when the press comes out and he, does his shadow boxing and then he does oh, like the, the open mitts workouts and, and all that. I was just looking like even like the nigga that's holding the mitts has more footwork than you. He's uh. the one moving. You know what I'm saying? Like you're standing <laughs> there doing your little Ryan Garcia shit, but you're not moving. He's moving. Mm-hmm. He's the one pushing you with his pat. Like that's dangerous. I'm scared for that. I don't know, man. I, I I guess we go see we go see tonight. I think I I I have faith that his trainer got him right. Mike Tyson, with his feet tape duct tape to the ground, mm-hmm. is just a punching bag. Mm. You feel what I'm saying? I don't care how much power, how much ability you have. If your feet are duct taped to the floor and all you can do is go straight and try to turn. You're still just a punching bag. So you better move those feet, especially with somebody like a Gervonta Davis. And then we talking about Devin Haney afterwards. He's one of the best with the feet. Yeah. And he's too <sighs> late in his career to fix it is what's so crazy. Like your career, it you're, you're super glued into the style that you're going to have. And if you haven't already been moving your feet, practicing footwork, I've never even seen him jump rope. Have you seen him jump rope in anything? Um, I maybe haven't. I don't I was think about to I've say- ever seen him jump yeah. rope. Yeah, I was about to say, you know, they had the little series on Showtime and all that. But yeah, I don't I've know never, if I actually saw him jump rope. I can remember a time I have ever seen Ryan Garcia jump rope. That's crazy. That's why. Now that's wild. That puts it in perspective, right there. Oh man, I'm, I'm sure he jumped ropes, man. Let, let's not do all that. <laughs> he got kicked out of Canelo's gym for uh uh bringing in all his homeboys and not wanting to train. Mm-hmm. Eddie Reynoso, you had an opportunity of getting trained by Eddie Reynoso and you blew right. it. Right. I'm not gonna lie, that that was not a good look. But only time will tell, you know, how how that affected. You know. I agree. But we about to wrap up. Oh shit, we went hella over. We an hour thirty in this hub. Well, um, we wrapping up. So what's your prediction? And then we'll do hit the showers and get out of here. Um I'm going to go with a hot take, man. 
I'm gonna say <laughs> I'm gonna go with a hot take. We we'll see what actually happens, but you know, fuck it. I'm gonna go right. with a hot take. I'm gonna say Ryan hurts Tank in the third, and then catches him in the seventh. I'm gonna go with that. Ooh, so I'm gonna go with that. Seventh round KO. That's what I'm. That's what I'm going with. I, I, way. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I I think it gets waved off. I like that. I like that. I really do like that. You know what? I'm not gonna lie. I'm not gonna lie about it. Probably two weeks ago, I had a dream that Ryan or that Tank lost via decision. Mm. Now, even when I woke up, I knew that that wasn't gonna be the case. There's yeah. no way he loses. I don't see that happen. Nah, there I don't see that happen. Condoms percent chance, <laughs> a ninety nine point nine percent chance. Right, he does not get beat by decision. But what I will say is, I can see a, I can see a catch happening. I can see him catching him on a walk in, especially if he frustrates him. But the funny thing is, I had Tank, I had Geronte Davis seventh round TKO. I don't think he cleans Ryan. I don't think he, I think it's more of a roly situation where he hits him and Ryan hops back up after his arm was back like he getting arrested. <laughs> and he hops back up and the ref is uh, like, nah, nigga. He like, yeah, yeah left. Right. <laughs> Le- left again? Wait, nope, nope. It's over. I think it's uh, one of them. Yeah. And then we gonna see uh, Javante. Nah, I ain't gonna say that. But we'll see Javante Davis do a flip off the top ropes. Hopefully he doesn't hurt himself doing extra shit. That's what we will say. Yeah. Stop doing extra shit. I mean, he ain't hurt himself doing it yet, but I don't know. Like I said, it's still I'm gonna go much. with the hot I'm gonna go with the hot take. Yeah, it is wild. I mean TL be doing backflip shit. Not off the but road, you, but <laughs> you trying to join the WWE and shit. You think right, you right, Ray right. Mysterio Jr. And I get it. You know, athletic. I remember doing flips off of shit too, and I thought I was safe. I've only I have I have hurt myself once doing a flip, but um, it's not it's unnecessary. You work too much. You work too much. Cool it out. But I hit the know. showers. Hit the showers. I already gave it to Bernard Hopkins. Old gray beard, having ass. Who am I going to give it to? I almost want to give it to a young Ryan Garcia for even calling him out early. Like, I don't know. You weren't ready. I don't know that you're ready now. And Mm -hmm. you definitely weren't ready then. So I think I'm going, young Ryan, we going back to the future. Hit the motherfucking showers, G, because you had no business poking a bear back then I agree with that I mean the time is now though so we'll we'll see if we got it if he got what it takes one way or another tonight I don't think I would be upset if Ryan won but I would be shocked yeah I don't and see go ahead no no I was just saying especially with all the stipulations rehydration clause and all this extra stuff with the fight um he would really shock the world, and it, you know it. It would be a huge statement if right. he pulled it off. Tonight. You setting him up to be a superhero, like right. you didn't have to do all that. You didn't have to put his back against the wall like that to 
make him look that much better if he does get the win. Right. Because, yeah, Ryan is going to talk hella shit if he pulls it off. And, well, the the rematch is already in the, uh, what's it called? It's already in the contract, so. Mm. I was about to say, because if I was Ryan and I clean you after you just dehydrated. Yeah, me, I'd be like, I'm, I'm good. Fight you again, G. Yeah, I ain't got we your ass moving. Yeah, we on to Devin. Uh-huh. Buy out. Buy out. Oscar, you said you really got money. Cut back on that cocaine and buy us out this contract so I can fight Devin Haney. I mean, at the same time, though, if Ryan knocks I'm out sorry. Tank, I don't know that. Uh, <laughs> oh. <laughs> oh man! If he knocks out Tank, what? Um, I don't know that Devin really wants to see him. I think he's looking at him a little different at that point. He might be. You might be. You know, he, he might be like, oh, 140 don't sound too bad. Right. It's kind of wild. But it don't right matter because Ryan's now. Oh yeah, he coming can, he up can to still 140. Yeah, that's true. That's true. Yeah, and you want these belts? I already got one there. Mm-hmm. So you got to come through me. I believe he already has one there. But you may be right. It may just be a regular. Mm-hmm. And Devin said, he, I don't do them regulars. Yeah. <laughs> but I understand why, Tank, or why Mayweather and all them said they don't do the real belts because I got to pay sanctioning for you and have mandatories and nah, I want to make my money my way. Mm-hmm. I'll take a regular belt and just scare everybody with a real one. Like maybe I'm coming, maybe I'm not. <laughs> you no, know? That's real. But who you got hitting the showers? Um, It's tough. Yeah, it is tough. I got another one. Tia Fimo Lopez hit the showers. You is just a delusional motherfucker, G. He's just delusional, like, and he's a hater. Like the motherfucker was like, uh, when they announced or uh, two months before they announced the Tank Ryan fight, he gonna mm-hmm. say, "Well, I'm no snitch, so I'm not gonna say what's going on." But Tank's not gonna be around to fight that fight. Uh, and he kept saying it over and over again. I'm not no snitch, but he's going to be mm-hmm. in legal issues mm-hmm. around that fight. And I'm like, damn, nigga, but you are a snitch, right? Because right. you know that they're going to know what you're talking about. So why you alluding to it? Like, just answer the question. Who wins the fight? Fuck if it's going to happen or not. You upset you lost the Cambosos? And then didn't take the rematch. Yeah. And got a, what, a knife round knockout over the last dude he fought. I can't remember his name because he wasn't nobody. Right. Yeah, I'm, I might have to give it to the same, man. TL's going outside ever since, you know, he did that backflip uh, to get the belts in the first place. He said the backflip. <laughs> Listen, you can't be, you don't keep backflipping. Well, we all knew how long Fortnite was going to pop. And the kids ain't playing Fortnite like they used to. So while you was in there clowning on your dancing, other motherfuckers was training on that bag. Mm-hmm. And you lost yours. Now you hating on everybody else. That's weak. Yeah, I'm with you. Hit them. Tia Fimo, hit them. But 
You got anything to take us out? Uh, no, nah, man. Uh, you know, appreciate you having me on. Ready for a a, a great fight tonight. So, you yeah, ho- hopefully it lives up to the hype a little Need bit. Need you back, G. Need you back. That's a yeah. fact. Hit me, man. I'm around. Yep. But to all my shower heads, like, subscribe, share. Tell a friend to tell a friend. Tell an enemy. Tell them to troll. We'll be back Wednesday for the NBA playoffs. Catch us then. Or miss out, motherfuckers. We out this bitch. I ain't even ready to get us out. (laughs) We out now.